And we're back! Welcome to another episode of Best Friends Talk Funny. A kind of funny community podcast all about the best friends that make up said community. My name is Kyle Stevenson, a.k.a. Ninja 73 And I want to formally start this episode with a an apology to Hannah, my guest on this episode. Uh, I recorded this episode with Hannah two months ago, back in August. And very simply put, I'm sorry, Hannah. It it should never take anybody this long to get an episode together. It has nothing to do with what the conversation was about because the conversation was fantastic and I loved having you on this show. It was just stuff going on in my life, which I know is no excuse um, to get podcasts out in a timely manner. But um, again, I just want to say sorry and I want to Again, thank you for coming on. I, I loved having you on, and um, I hope you enjoy this episode specifically. And yeah, so besides the apology, I kind of want to give a little bit of a backstory as to why why it's taken me two months to get this episode out. Um, besides the minor audio issues that I've talked about in past episodes, especially on this episode. Uh, only on my end, it's never on my guest end, and again, in this episode, Hannah's audio was perfect. Um, I, found, I I fixed the problem, I found out what it was, apparently on Skype and Discord and Google Hangouts and anywhere where I do the record these shows and talk with the best friends, and even on other podcasts that I go on, um, for some reason, there was a setting for audio gain, automatic audio gain. Um, where the program would automatically adjust my microphone. And that's what would cause the spikes where uh, I would say something after being quiet for a long time and it would like burst my eardrums. It was so loud. So I, I had to fix that and I fixed that and I hope I got the air, this audio to a spot where it's, it's pretty good. Uh, it happened a lot in this episode, so I apologize now. Um... If it's not up to snuff, like I've I've apologized in the past, um, but the other reason why uh, technical issues aside, the episode hasn't gone up is uh, last two months have been really hard. Um, very again, another very simple answer uh, or simple put, simply put, um, depression sucks for everybody. It just it sucks everything out of me. And I decided to take some time to try to work on it. And it's definitely better than it once was. But And I still got a long way to go. But, uh... <clears throat> taking the, the few months to... Try to make it, try to make the weight on my shoulders less heavy, has uh, has been something that I've needed for a long time. So, it's it's still not a hundred hundred percent there, but I am getting better. It's it, it's looking a little bit brighter, and um, yeah, 
enough sappiness. Uh, I, I'm happy to be back doing or editing a show to, again and putting this back out. I can't. I'm not going to sit here and promise a show every week, every two weeks. Um, once I get back into the groove and I'm mentally in it, um, you'll start seeing more episodes come out. And yeah, that's it. I love you all. Um, like I said, Hannah is my guest on this episode. We talk about tons of stuff, like her love of paranormal and um, and aliens. And at the time of this recording, um, she was planning on doing a podcast with her boyfriend. I believe that that podcast is officially out now that you can go listen to. Um, I believe it's called Beyond the Realm. Beyond Realm pod on twitter you can find that there um it's all about the aliens and paranormal stuff and it's awesome because i love that kind of things um myself and hannah we also talk about her love overwatch and what's life like um in michigan and enough of me rambling i love you all very much and i hope you enjoy this episode with a wonderful human being and without further ado Let's get to know a best friend a bit better. Kind of funny is best friends. What that means is we are there for each other. What that means is that you can go to any kind of funny live event. You can go to an RTX. You can go to a PAX. And if you see someone in one of our shirts, you can go up and talk to them. You can go to dinner with them. Kind of funny is this. Welcome to Best Friends Talk Funny. How are you doing today? I am great. How about you? I'm doing okay. It's uh, it's Wednesday, middle of the week. It's a Wednesday. Uh, it's know. my least favorite day. It is. Exactly. <laughs> it, it's just, you're so close to the weekend and you're, you, the weekend just passed. Like, it's awful. It's a bad spot. Oh, yeah. It, if it's, if this is what purgatory feels like, it would be a Wednesday. <laughs> um... Uh, Hannah, where are you from? I am from Michigan. I am right outside Ooh. Detroit, about like 30 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And, and what's it like in uh, Michigan? Um, I hate it. Like? <laughs> 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 okay. I am not a big fan of winter. I grew up on a farm, mm. so winter meant having to do farm chores when it's negative five degrees outside. Um, oh, no fun. So that isn't fun. But other than that, I like having seasons, so it's it's pretty nice. What kind of farm chores did you do? Um, well, it was mostly a horse farm, so just taking care of the horses, and that's super annoying when it's cold and snowy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I, as somebody in the Northeast, uh, I actually love the snow. Ah, but uh, I'm sure you get it way more than I do. Yeah, out I, here. I like the idea of snow. That's what I always mm-hmm. say. Like, I think it looks pretty and I think it's fun, but actually, the reality of it, like driving in it, people don't know how to oh, drive yeah. in snow, apparently, even though we have it like six months out of the year. And so it's, yeah. it's quite stressful. I, I learned that lesson when I went to college upstate New York because mm. they get snow like crazy, much like you do. Right. And, and seeing how people are able to drive in like awful snowstorms up there, 
And then when I come back down here to the island and we get, like, less than a centimeter of snow, everyone's, like, freaking out. Yeah, that's... They just can't handle it. It's pretty... It's funny. I, like... Because my grandma, she lives in Florida sometimes, like, parts of the year, so I Mm. go down there. And when it snows, people, like, school gets called off, and I'm, like... One time, we literally had a foot of snow, and they were like, it's not that bad. Go to school. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Did you see, uh, I, I want to say in it's Colorado, uh-huh. but uh, there's school districts that are going to make kids go to online classes yeah, when school I gets closed. That. That's crazy. I couldn't, couldn't imagine, you know, in high school... You get a snow day and you still have to go to class online. Like, why? That, 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 that's my s- Snow days are, are such a perfect uh, a thing for kids. Like, I, there's so why? much fun I had when I was little doing that. Yeah. You're trying to take it away from us. It's ridiculous. Um, what do you do up there in Michigan? Um, I don't do much. <laughs> um, you don't do much? I, I'm actually, I'm probably the youngest person you've had on here. I'm actually only 17, so I'm a senior in high oh, school. Oh, wow. Okay. So I, um, I go to school, um, I also take classes at a college, and I work and I stream. Wow. So you're doing high school work and some college classes? Yes. Wow. How's, what's that like? Um, it's very, it's fun, but stressful. Um, I'm, I just started doing it this year because last year my mm-hmm. grades were awful. Um, oh. <laughs> and so I'm trying to balance it out. So I'm taking a speech class and then a criminalistics class. Okay. So I take those and then I take my normal high school classes. Is that for like, your, your eventual career? Are yes. those classes a part of it? Yes. I want, uh, which is what? What are you um, going for? I want to major in criminal justice and hopefully be oh, some sort nice. of law enforcement agent. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Is that something you always wanted to do? I've always been interested in it, but I it's a very recent thing, actually, in the past like year. Uh-huh. What, uh, what made it change? Uh, I don't know, because I've always been interested in true crime. Um, and then I realized that there was actually something I could do about it. One of my classes, we read Columbine. <laughs> this is really morbid, mm. so I'm sorry, but we read Columbine. Yeah. And there's, like, sections about uh, basically how the law enforcement failed. And Wow. So I was yeah. like, some stuff can be, like, prevented with good law mm-hmm. enforcement agents, and I want to be that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um. What uh, what do you like to do in your spare time when you're? I mean, obviously you're doing a lot. You're doing <laughs> high school work, college work, streaming on Twitch. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Twitch. Yeah. Like, what what do you? Um, what kind of games do you stream on Twitch? How long have you been doing it? I haven't been doing it very long. Um, I've been doing it since May, and okay. I started off exclusively streaming Overwatch. Um. Just a mm-hmm. ton of Overwatch. I streamed God of War a few times. I'm streaming my entire playthrough of that. And then I got a PC, so I've just been streaming random games on Steam. I just finished Doki Doki Literature Club, which was terrifying. Okay. Um, I've heard it's terrifying. It's the best and worst game ever. Um, <laughs> so I... It, it's like that Doki Doki is that... Uh, it's that trippy game where like it 
you have to go into like your game save yep. files and do something or right you, uh the main character monica becomes self-aware and she knows it's a game oh. um okay spoilers but um yeah and but it's been out for like two years so it's fine um mm-hmm. and she essentially messes with the game's code to make you like monica so it turns into okay. a complete horror game where all the other characters Ooh. get messed up and like they end up killing themselves or dying oh boy <laughs> and so to beat the game quote unquote you have to go in and delete monica's character file Oh jeez, it's that's uh, it's intense. I, I want to know how somebody stumbled upon that. Like, I don't. Does it give you hints that you have to do that or no? Yes, because oh, it does. Okay. Uh, Monica says she's like, "I'm so glad you've stuck with me. Like, you could have gone into the character files and deleted it, but since you're going it through Stream, it's a like Steam. It's a little difficult. So she does tell you that, but it's like." Wow. It's it's a really intense game, and if you mm-hmm. are recording, like screen screen recording it, Monica knows, and she'll oh, be like, God. "Wait a second, you're recording me," and it freaked me out because I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's. Oh, I don't like that at no, all. It was terrifying. Uh, that, that brings me back to like when I was younger, playing the first Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid. Mm-hmm. And uh, Psycho Mantis can read your your memory card, yeah, and, and knows what like what kind of games you're playing, and you had to switch controller ports. Like, it's so genius, but like, where where is the step where it goes too far? Yeah, you know, like th- it sounds like this character in Doki Doki. It, it's it's too creepy. It, I think Doki Doki is a, a like promo game for another game that the developer is making. Oh, okay. I've seen, like, some things about that, because I watch a lot of game theory, (laughs) and Uh they really, really, they have done so many videos about Doki Doki. Nice. It's a brilliant game. Yeah. Uh, It's definitely, it's it's doing something that other games don't usually do, which is nice. Yeah. Um, So let's get into your Twitter handle, where I usually ask my guests... Uh, what their Twitter handle means, but I'm pretty sure I understand yours pretty clearly. Yes. So it is hand. Uh, what is your Twitter yeah. handle? It is hand plays ow, which is hand plays Overwatch. But a lot of yeah. people they don't get that. It's really funny. Um, my favorite thing is uh, really. What do they think it is? Just well, hand plays ow. I've gotten hand plays ow. I've gotten they say my name a lot as Han. Which makes oh, sense, because okay. two things, they go, oh, you like Overwatch, so you pronounce it like Hanzo? Mm-hmm. Or, oh, you like Star Wars, so it's Han Solo. Yeah. Andy Cortez, actually, um, I was in his stream, and he was like, Han plays Overwatch, I think? And he was like, I've seen you on Twitter. <laughs> it's Hannah, right? And I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah. Uh why why pick uh I'm trying to think of the way to word this. Why pick a a Twitter handle that is so directly linked to a, a single thing like Overwatch? I don't really know. I cuz I love Overwatch with all my heart and soul and um I was like researching like good 
things to help build your brand and essentially um and i like niches so i was like overwatch Uh i like it so hopefully i don't stop playing overwatch because then i'll be screwed um yeah and a lot of things i Uh, do are geared toward overwatch so okay and let's just get into it what makes overwatch something that you are so uh so much into that's not right English. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm such a big fan of. Um, there's like so many different reasons. Um, a lot of it is I have really bad anxiety, and the fact that Overwatch is such a like, it's it's difficult in ways, but it's also easy because you like don't have to worry about ammo and stuff like that, and it's just you can go in and do whatever. And it's really nice for me because I don't really have to concentrate on, like, story elements or, like, you know, in Rainbow Six Siege, like, I have to, like, you know, get ammo and I have to worry about that. And if you die, you die. Like, you can always respawn and it's not that big of a deal. So it's a very, it's a good Mm -hmm. thing when I need to, like, take my mind off of stuff and I just play. Nice, yeah. Yeah. And I... Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, I love all of the characters because I see myself in a lot of them. Um, mm-hmm. and it's just really nice to see the representation, which you don't see in other games. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, who, who is your go-to? Um, I'm... Your, your main, as the kids say. Uh, I main mostly D.Va, um, as you can tell okay. by my Google thing, which is me cosplaying D.Va. Um, mm-hmm. I main her, I've, I, like, I've put most of my hours into her, um, but I also main May... Sombra and Moira. Okay. So it's I, I I haven't played in a while, so some of those names I, I'm not familiar. Uh, Sombra with. and Moira are newer. Hmm. Um, Moira is a healer that also does like a ton of damage, and then Sombra is an offense hero that hacks, and it's so so fun. Oh, nice. Play. Yeah. All right, nice. Uh, what uh, what about Diva makes you? go towards her um I don't, like her play style is like so versatile because she can be like a backline hero or she can be super super offensive so she's mm-hmm. so versatile and so she has a mech and when her mech gets destroyed she still can't is playable so she goes into her like it's called bunny diva but it's just her um and she has a gun yeah. And so she essentially has 750 health because she has 600 in her mech and 150 as her bunny diva form. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's awesome. And all of her abilities are um, like really useful for me. And her, um, her, sorry, my like screen went off for a second. No, it's fine. Um, her ultimate is it's like one of the biggest game changers in the game obviously. that's the one where like she can like shoot the mech yeah right, it's at, a at people it's a self-destruct so you can uh essentially launch the mech wherever you want um and then it blows up and it's essentially a killing blow like nice yeah yeah uh and the, as you mentioned in your uh your google profile picture uh you cosplayed as diva yes i did um is cosplaying a thing you do a lot of um i i would say yes um i'm getting Mm -hmm. into it more the diva cosplay i did was a sporty diva which doesn't actually exist but um, okay 
I'm actually planning on doing a like a proper diva cosplay. So once I get enough money to buy all of my stuff for it, but mm-hmm. yeah, I I've also cosplayed Chun Li from Street Fighter, um, which Sweet. is it's such a fun cosplay, um, and Ray from Star Wars. Um, I did that as a couples cosplay with my boyfriend because um, he looks very similar to Kylo Ren. So he, <laughs> oh, okay. he has a really good Kylo Ren <laughs> cosplay. And so that was a fun thing we did. Um, nice. Yeah, and I've cosplayed... What, what, got you into, what got you into cosplaying? Sorry to cut you oh, off. Oh, no, you're fine. I, I don't really know. Um, I had a group of friends that we would all go to cons together. And I've always mm-hmm. been like... This is funny. I was first introduced to cosplay. It was a show on sci-fi. It, it was about cosplay. Oh, yeah. Um, I watched that. Before. Was it Meg Turney on that? I, I don't remember. I only watched it a few times. Okay. Like it, I was at like my grandma's house because my house didn't have mm. sci-fi. And I was like watching it and I was like, what is this? So I looked it up and I was like, this is mm-hmm. awesome. I think the first cosplay I did was a TARDIS from Doctor Who. Um, yeah, and I met John Barrowman, who is a major character on Doctor Who, while I was wearing it, mm-hmm. and it was super uncomfortable. <laughs> um, Why was it uncomfortable? Because it wasn't like in a meet and greet. I literally ran into him, like physically, and I fell. And I was oh, like, no. "Oh hello!" And he was like, "Hi!" And I was like, "I, I love you!" Uh, and I just ran away. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah. But I eventually, like, I have a Kiki's Delivery Service cosplay. Um, I borrowed my friend's Himoto, um- Himoto Umaru-chan cosplay, which is a fun little anime. Um, okay. And so I'm looking to do more cosplays in the future, but money mm-hmm. is a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel you on that one. It's a very expensive um... hobby. Yeah, it is because I've I've always wanted to do like a cosplay at New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. It's just like you said, it's the whole money thing and and time and finding the right character that I could. I feel like I could pull off. Right. Yeah, that's um, that's a huge. Part I would of it. I would love to do like a kingpin because mm-hmm. I'm a bigger guy, so I right. feel like I could do it. But suits are expensive. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I wanted. I have a so, list I don't know. of stuff, but it's very like. I love Street Fighter, um, mm-hmm. so ideally I would like to do like Kami or Rainbow Mika, but those are so revealing. Yeah, and I've had my fair share yeah, of, for sure. of like experience with harassment and cons, so I'm trying to stay oh. away from that. It's pretty gross. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it is. Like it's uh, you can always tell at cons too, like the the skeevy mm-hmm. nasty people. It's awful. I'm sorry you went through that. That's it's, that's bad. I like as sad as it is. It's kind of a part of cosplay mm-hmm. because it's a performance. Well, it's it, it, essentially yeah, but I, I that still doesn't it doesn't l- excuse allow, it. It shouldn't. Yeah, it shouldn't allow people to be like, hey, I'm gonna come up and say nasty things or or touch you and yeah, when you don't want to be touched. Like it's, it's very strange since my boyfriend's a bigger guy. Like he's very tall and like built. Yeah. Um, so that does not happen when I'm with him, but the moment I'm alone, mm-hmm. people approach me. Like, the m- majority of times, it's like, hey, I love your cosplay, can we take a picture together? Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. Or like, hey, I just wanted to say, like, you pull off Chun-Li, because that's the f- one that I've done recently, like, really well, 
and I think your body is great for it. That normally comes from girls, so that is, like, yeah. it's easier for me to, like, rationalize. But then mm-hmm. I do have people that are like, you have a nice butt. And I'm like, thank you. That's... I'm uncomfortable. Oh. Or, like, they'll, like, wrap around to hug me and, like, squeeze my side. And I'm like, gross. <laughs> Very gross. That's awful. It's it's not fun. That's why I've strayed away from a lot of cosplays because I don't want that. I was even scared to do Chun-Li because of her character mm-hmm. design. Yeah. It, Ugh, it's it's frustrating yeah, because you see cosplayers like Jess, yeah. Jessica Negri and like other people like that mm-hmm. who essentially make a living off of doing like lewd cosplays and even them like they show all of that stuff on social media but people still think it's okay to go up to them and like feel like they have that connection when they don't mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah it's very frustrating yeah I, um so uh, I was going through your your Twitter bio, and it said you you write for a website as well, right? Yeah, it's a website that I made um a few like months ago, and I I've only written one post, and it's really depressing. So, um, oh. well, what's what's the post on if you don't mind? Yeah, sharing? um, it's about my coming out story because I'm identify as bisexual. But um, it also ties into a sexual assault experience that I had, um, which forced uh, me to come out to my family. Mm-hmm. So it's, it was wow. just, yeah, it was really unfortunate. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was a very interesting first post because it shared a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm glad you get, were at a point where, you're comfortable enough with sharing. Yeah, it was a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um. You uh, so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but right. No, now, sorry. You you cut out for a second. I want to make sure you're still back. Oh no no no. Uh, we're good. But okay. I'm currently writing a post that's just ranking all the Overwatch ultimates. <laughs> so. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm looking to go more like games journalism, kind of like Caitlin. I know you know Caitlin. Um. Yeah. But she is actually, her uh, website is my, like, that's what inspired me to start mine. And I told her that, and she was like, that's adorable. I love Caitlin. Caitlin's awesome. And if you're listening to this and don't know who Caitlin is, Caitlin was on the show. I think she was episode four or something. Yeah. Uh, Go give it a listen. Caitlin's, yeah, she's fantastic. She is a good. That's a good person to look to. Yeah, it's a good person to look to for inspiration. Yeah, she's amazing. She, like, I, because I got into kind of funny, like, very recently, like a year ago. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and... And how and why? Um, so my boyfriend, Bruce, sorry, I keep mentioning him, but he was the one that introduced no, me. Because um, he's been a kind of funny fan for a really long time. And so he introduced me to it by showing the um, how many five-year-olds could you fight video. <laughs> That's a good one. I love that one. And so I thought it was hilarious. And I knew, like, I, I knew Greg Miller because everyone knows Greg Miller. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, cool. Um, but I didn't really get into the community until around, like, last April. Okay. And I met Jared. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, so I'm not even going to try. But Queso Bros. Um, oh, okay. Okay. I was like, Jared Petty? No, not Jared no, Petty. Okay. Um, yeah, Queso Bros. Yeah, Queso Bros. I met him, um, and then I made, because I have my, like, personal Twitter, 
and I met him in through uh-huh. that, and then I made my uh, like hand plays of Overwatch Twitter, and that's where I met like Jessica Howard and like Andrew and Caitlin and Kaylee, all the sladies. Um, <laughs> yeah, and like a bunch of people like Zyger and stuff like that. So that was definitely a great nice. call. And and because of uh, kind of funny, you helped uh, you helped plan the meetup a couple of weeks ago, yes, right? Yes, I did. It was that's I still can't believe that happened. It was pretty insane cause that I, was the one where Greg hopped in the car, right? Yes. Um, that's it. That's that's such a great story. Yeah, it's it was pretty like the entire thing was insane because Greg just finished at RTX, and he was like, "Hey, I'm coming to Michigan," and Bruce and I were like, "What the hell." what's going on like mm-hmm. i cannot believe this and then he was like well and i was like hey buffalo wild wings and he was like okay we'll do it at buffalo wild wings i haven't called them but i'm sure it's fine and i was like that's not how i operate <laughs> so yeah, no. i tweeted greg i was like can i call the buffalo wild wings and organize it and he was like sure and so i called them yeah and i ended up like i got because i live an hour and a half away from where the meetup was mm-hmm. taking place um, yeah. And on the way there, it was pouring rain. Oh. So I was driving through, like, storms. And so it was very interesting. Bruce was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm dying, but it's fine. But yeah. I got to the meetup. <laughs> were you hmm? Were you freaking out on the way there that no one would come? I, it was because I, I, it was actually the opposite. Okay. I was freaking out that too many people would come. Uh, I'm a control mm. freak. So I wanted to make sure everything okay. was perfect. And it ended up being yeah. amazing. Like, I got there early, and the person, like, the manager there, she worked with me really well. She actually had um, two extra servers and an extra cook come in. So we, That's awesome. Yeah. So we had it all on the patio, and those servers were specifically assigned to us. So people were coming in, and they didn't even have to go through that main entrance. They could just go into the patio. Wow. So it was really... That's what I call stellar service. It was amazing. Nice nice job, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, I... It was so amazing, especially on such short notice, because it was like 36 hours notice. Yeah, that is pretty good. Yeah. So Greg was walking, and then one of the kind of funny best friends picked him up. And mm. he was live streaming the entire thing. And then the <laughs> thing that I never thought would happen, he saw me and he was like, oh, you're Hannah. And I was like, yes, <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs> and it turned out I was just being the mom of the event, I guess. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. Greg like set his jacket somewhere and I was like, you're going to lose it. And I was like, Greg, I'm, I'm putting your jacket over here. And then he just goes, Hannah's in charge of all of my stuff. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so he ended up giving me his, like, Oreos, like, all the stuff that he got. He got a lot of Oreos. Mm-hmm. And then I actually yeah. ended up giving him a ride back to his hotel. Nice. So Greg Miller has been in my car, which is very funny. That is, that is something not many people can yeah. say. Yeah. It's, it's it was a really weird time. Because... Mm-hmm. How was it meeting him for the first time? It was amazing. Um... He means a lot to me because, mm-hmm. okay, this is going to get sad, so I apologize. But, um, you know, he had cancer, obviously. We all know that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. A year ago, actually in a few days, my mom passed away of ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. So I got into Kind of Funny the same time that my mom 
was dying, <laughs> essentially. Mm-hmm. So having, like, knowing Greg and all of his, the stuff that he's um, done, even with, had it, like, having cancer, it was so inspiring for me. And so yeah, he's helped sure. me immensely. So I got to tell him that, and then I started crying. He was like, don't cry. And it was really sweet, but yeah. he's legitimately one of the most genuine and nicest people. It is very different not seeing him play his normal Greg persona, you know, mm-hmm. of, like, the crazy, like, party mode Over Greg. Over the top. Yeah. Um, and so being able to see, like, the human Greg who walked around to every table because um, it started at 8 o'clock. He walked around to every single table at the Buffalo Wild Wings and spent 15 minutes there talking yeah. to every single person, getting that, to know them. Mm-hmm. That, that's, yeah, that, I, I'd say that to to many people who have not met him before. Um, that is who Greg is. They, he has the the YouTube persona and content where he does go a little overboard, uh, which is great because I love when he goes overboard and gets a little crazy. But but meeting him in person and seeing how he just he the 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 best friend moniker is not a joke. It's not a thing to uh, you know right. just call fans like he feels like a, a real best friend and he treats everyone with respect like they've known them him them forever and it, it's it's just fantastic i, I love greg and he's I, I love him. whenever i whenever i see him I, I just give him a big hug and i just thank him way more than i think he wants to be thanked <laughs> but he it, he needs to be thanked because it's right he's a special person he really is like it was just so cool because it was partly, like, I had a sense of pride, obviously, because everyone mm-hmm. was like, wow, you did this. And I was like, it really wasn't me. It was, like, a lot of people. Cause, yeah. But, um, and then Greg, he was like, everyone give it up for Hannah. He was being so nice. And then it lasted until, like, 1230 in the morning. Because mm-hmm. it, wow. obviously it wasn't a problem because Buffalo Wild Wings <clears throat> was open late, but after he met everyone because he went around twice wow and then we like all sat down like he ordered a beer and then we had like a weird like q a type thing where he we were just mm-hmm. talking and asking questions and it was definitely something the one of the most unique experiences that i've had because i met a lot of celebrities and stuff because of cons mm-hmm. but you definitely you never have that like one-on-one experience that you have with meetups and stuff and I'm so yeah. lucky. Yeah. Was this your first uh, community meetup thing? Yes. No. So you, you started off real strong. I really did. <laughs> People. Because like... I. Hmm? Yeah. I, I don't know if, if you know, but I, myself and, and Kelsey, we out here, another former guest on the show. Yeah. Uh, we plan community meetups in New York City like all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And. It, it's it's nice to see other people do it because it's meeting best friends in real life. It, it's amazing and right. putting a voice and just a, a, a more. I don't want to say face because you can see faces <laughs> online, but like you know, like just seeing them in person. They're yeah, they're a real person in front of you, and you just share common interests, and it, right. it, it's very easy to just fall into it and, and if you're worried if you have anxiety about you know not finding things to talk about 
Uh, like, you can start off talking about kind of funny, but mm-hmm. very quickly, it just goes into everything else. Oh, yeah. Like, the less, the less meetup myself and Kelsey did, more Kelsey, because we went to her house uh, for, like, a barbecue thing. Right, I saw that. I don't that. think anyone really... Yeah, the, we. I don't think anyone really talked about kind of funny all that much. It was just about like our lives and what we're into, what we're playing. Right. It was. It's really, really nice. So I, I'm nice. I'm, I'm very happy seeing other people doing it. I think more people in this community should do it because it's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm contemplating whether or not I want to start like a proper Twitter account for like Michigan kind of funny best friends because I want yeah. to do more like of the stuff that you guys do. Because I know there's so mm-hmm. many best friends in Michigan. Like, I see people that Yeah, because how many did you have come out? We had around, I would say, 40 to 50. That's and insane. That's crazy. There was a ton more that were like, oh, I couldn't make it because I had work and it was such short notice. Like, I yeah. guarantee, like, I would love to have more stuff like that because I love meeting best friends. Yeah. That's, that's awesome to have that many people come out. Oh, yeah. On, on the first go around, yeah, you most definitely should do more. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, the next thing that I wanted to talk to you about was uh, I saw you have a podcast on yes, your Twitter thing, and it's very intriguing to me because <laughs> yeah. it sounds super fun. Yeah, uh, it's called Beyond the Realm. Beyond the Realm. Um, it is an I believe it said it's an investigative paranormal cold case podcast, which is a mouthful. I'm in. Um, it is essentially my boyfriend Bruce and I. We are going to cover it. It's in the works. Um, the next mm-hmm. episode, the first episode, should be out within the month. I would say. Um, nice. So it is essentially. Uh, yeah. What's a yeah? What yeah. is it all about? Um. So Bruce is very into the paranormal. Um. He loves aliens. He loves the X Files. Like all that stuff. And I'm very into true crime. So it's, like, it's going to be a very, like, we're each going to come with a case. I normally will do, like, murders, and he will do, like, paranormal stuff. And we're mm-hmm. essentially going to talk about it. Um, so the first episode, we already have our cases. Um, I don't know what Bruce's is called, but it is this, it's one of the most famous uh, alien abduction stories. I don't exactly remember wow. one. And then I'm doing the true story behind the Amityville horror. Oh, my neck of the woods. Yeah. I, I, I'm like 40 minutes from Amityville. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be a very, uh, it's definitely a niche thing, but mm-hmm. I'm super excited um, for it. And yeah, this has been a thing that we wanted to do for a while mm-hmm. because we both really like that stuff. Yeah, it's it's a good idea too because I I find that stuff super fun and interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, like years ago, I I still watch it from time to time. But like the uh, the ghost hunting shows, I love those. Like, like Ghost Adventures, uh, that was my main one. Those are basically. my guilty pleasures. Oh yeah, I love them, and I and I know that most of the time it's not a hundred percent true, and they're probably you know right staging some things but it's still quality entertainment i think it's amazing i used to watch like, the way they the set Big the mood and they set the tone of the thing yeah <laughs> yeah we are also um because in our twitter we have an email um and we are always accepting like stories that people have like our listeners have that are like 
you know, like, alien stories, paranormal stories, or, like, hometown murders. Because I have quite a few. I actually, this is a fun fact, but I have had an alien encounter. So. Ooh. (laughs) It is. Well, I have so many questions, but I feel like you should probably save that for your podcast. Yes, I am planning on having an episode of that. I wasn't hurt, but it traumatized (laughs) me. I was, like, eight and wow yeah it it was uh terrifying um i yeah i can imagine if you want i can tell you like off the recording because it's insane yeah sure yeah yeah Yeah, i absolutely absolutely do not want you to to give it away because you have a whole podcast on it (laughs) oh man i'm so excited to ask you once this is done bruce also has so many questions bruce also has one he like yeah, his is more credible than mine because he had like seven other people that saw it. Oh, wow! Because he okay. lives in a downtown, and I lived in the middle of nowhere. But yeah, okay. look forward to that. I'm super excited to produce this podcast because um, mm-hmm. I know way too much facts about true crime, and Bruce knows way too much about paranormal stuff. And we're yeah. we're like another thing that we want to do is maybe on-site episodes. So, mm-hmm. like, someplace that's supposedly haunted or something Ooh. like that. Because I, I just, like, I'm kind of crazy where I don't mind that stuff. And Bruce is very, mm-hmm. like, we're not doing this because we're going to die. <laughs> yeah. So, uh-huh. um, it's going to be definitely very exciting. And I'm super geeked out to be able to do it. So, again. Look forward to the first episode within the month. I was actually I was talking That's to awesome. Greg about it, um, and he was like, "What is it?" Me and Jen want to listen. So hopefully, yeah. when we get that, Greg Miller would be one of the subscribers. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Uh, I'll at the end of the show, I'll have you plug everything. Okay. But right now, make sure you go and follow at Beyond the Realm Podcast. Right? I think it's Beyond Realm Pod because we can't, okay yeah. We'll have it all sorted yeah. out at the end, and you definitely need to go follow because I am super excited to to listen whenever it comes yeah. out. Um, now it's time to sh- at the it's little oh boy. See, I'm, <laughs> I'm very rusty. Uh, it's that time of the show where Hannah, you're going to give me something, one thing that yes. I could either watch, listen, read, or play. Yes, um, I have a podcast for you. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if you have listened, but it is My Favorite Murder. Mm. Um, I have not listened, but I know many people love it. It is amazing. Uh, it is actually one of the biggest inspirations for Bruce's and I podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the same format. <clears throat> it is uh, with Georgia Hardstark and Karen Kilgariff. Georgia is a TV personality, I think. Um, and then mm-hmm. Karen is a writer she's written for the ellen show she's written for a bunch of other really cool stuff and she's also a comedian so it is a Mm. true crime podcast but it's classified under comedy okay and it is hilarious but also like really cool (laughs) because like normal true crime podcasts are very like monotone and gives you just the facts and it's super sad (laughs) because it's like Mm -hmm. this person got stabbed but the commentary yeah. with the two is amazing because you do get the cases, but you also get like the comedy with it because there have been multiple times where I've laughed out loud to it. So I would definitely check that out. It is amazing. 
is it basically just them going over the the case of a murder and do they like hypothesize who did it and stuff um it depends on the uh like the specific case some of them mm-hmm. like because they both come forward with the case and so usually it's like the first few episodes like <clears throat> one's John Benet Ramsey and one's like mm. it's some of are like well known and some are like things you've never heard of before so some okay. of them are cold cases that haven't been solved some are serial killers that have been caught so it really just depends on the episode um it's a lot of different things and it's completely mm-hmm. amazing and i bonded with my government teacher over it ironically wow yeah okay it's it's a really fun podcast which is weird when you're talking nice. about a true crime podcast yeah yeah but uh my my experience with like true crime and like murder and serial killers and stuff uh in high school actually my english teacher had us write a paper on a famous serial killer, That's which awesome. I thought was weird then, I still find it a little weird. That is now. very strange. Uh, yeah, it, it it was yeah it was weird. She did a couple other strange weird things <laughs> that year. Do you remember um, what one you did? I did. It was John Wayne Gacy. I loved. Okay, but when I say I love John Wayne Gacy, I yeah. don't actually like him. But mm-hmm. yeah, I um, he yeah. is. Beyond creepy, right. if you don't know who John Wayne Gacy is, I, I believe it's been a while. It's been years since I've even thought about him. Right. Uh, he used to work at KFC, I believe. Yes. And he was notorious for uh, murdering little boys. Yeah. It's and then, like, terrible. burying him in his floorboards of his bedroom. And, oh, it, it's just, it's, it's it, disgusting. He's the worst. Yeah. Yeah, I... Absolutely. My favorite serial killer, that sounds weird, but um, one that I'm most interested in is the East Side Rapist, slash, uh, no, yeah, East Area Rapist or the Golden State Killer, who... Mm, that's the recent one with uh, yes. Patton Oswalt's late wife, right? Um, it's, I'm so, yes, it is. Um, it's, it just recently got solved. It was in the 70s that it happened, and it recently got wow. solved, and it was a former, uh police officer that Jeez. was it yeah the press conference was going while i was in uh tech week because i'm a i do theater so it was in tech week mm-hmm. for my show and i was watching the press conference during tech week in like the dressing room and everyone was like what are you watching and so we had an entire yeah. group <laughs> together just watching the press conference but mm-hmm. that was like the it's one of the first five episodes of my favorite murder and it's pretty amazing but, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. So since we're on the topic of, of murder and serial killers <laughs> and stuff, uh, one of my favorite Netflix shows is Making a Murder. I love that and show. And I, 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 I was about to say, I assume you've watched yes. it. Uh, are you excited for the second season? I am. And, and, and do you think that he did it? I do. Do you Really, you do? Because I feel like he did it. I, it, uh... I, I don't know. Cause, they do a really good job of making it go back and forth. Yeah, I'll give them that much. Because I'm rewatching right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm at the point where I'm like, yes. But honestly, because when I finished it, I was like, no. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know yet. I, I'm yeah, still... It, 
I don't know, because part of me is like, obviously, like, what they do is yes and no. Mm -hmm. But, because part of me says yes, but then, like, the human part of me is like, absolutely not. Yeah, just the whole, like, the police planting things, and it's it's very, that's a lot of red flags. Right. And I I don't know. It's... I, I need to rewatch it myself because it's been a while. It's one of those like my first Netflix binge where I had to get up early to go teach the next day, but I was watching until like five in the morning. Oh, like I didn't care. I needed to see the next episode. Yeah, it's it's so frustrating because for me, like I want it, like I want it to be him, part of me mm-hmm. because I want like the like closure. Yeah, but then. I don't want to see an innocent person suffer, you know. Yep, for sure. That's All why. Right. I yeah, to that's the that's like, that's a good uh, <laughs> that's a good suggestion for the the podcast. Yes, it is amazing. I'm always looking for new podcasts. so they, this is good. Yeah, they've suggested like other podcasts that I listen to now and like movies and stuff. It's amazing mm-hmm. and it's so funny and it'll creep you out just the slightest amount. <laughs> just enough, yeah. Just enough. Um. Now, Hannah, yeah. we're going to go to the the next, like, main thing that we do on the show, mm-hmm. uh, which is we, we bring an old GOG topic from a past episode, and we talk about it amongst ourselves, and you brought a very good one, because <laughs> yes. just just hearing the topic is, is, it's getting me all riled up, and I'm very excited to talk about it. So, Hannah, what is the topic we're going to discuss? It is things that make us irrationally angry. Yes, and I feel like this is something that everybody has something that makes them so angry that it's it's hard to justify. Yeah. So, H- Hannah, why don't you give us one? I have so many. Um, oh, yeah, we'll get through them all, but, yeah. like, start off with, like, the, so, the first one. Sticking to branding, uh, it's a character, two characters in Overwatch that make my blood boil for no reason. But mm-hmm. Junkrat and Roadhog. I really? hate so much. That's funny because the character that I do play as when I play Overwatch is Junkrat. I it's so like his playstyle is fine, and I do mm-hmm. really well as him. But I just hate him so much. <laughs> like, just hate him as a person. Yes, and I don't know why. Because Roadhog, he scares me. Like I'm mm-hmm. terrified of him. But Junkrat, he doesn't scare me. I just he pisses me off. And whenever I, because I play a lot of mystery heroes, so I get Junkrat, and I've gotten multiple play of the games as Junkrat, and I get pissed off. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, no, I don't want him to get recognition. I just, I hate mm-hmm. him. <laughs> I don't know wow. why. Wow. <gasps> I've never heard that before, that yeah. you don't want a video game character to get recognition. No, I, just, I really hate him. Whenever I see anything, I'm like, I want to fight him. Oh, wow. I don't know why. Like, I cannot think of a reason why. Like, mm-hmm. there's certain characters in Overwatch that are hated, like Hanzo and Genji, but they have a reason, mm-hmm. because the people playing them are normally the worst. But yeah. Junkrat mains are actually pretty good people, but I just hate Junkrat so much. I've gone on so huh. many rants. I just hate him. <laughs> huh. It's good to know. Um Mine, my first one that popped in my head when you, when you brought this mm-hmm. to me was uh, just ketchup. <laughs> what? I 
<laughs> I hate ketchup so damn much, Hannah. Oh, no. It is it, the worst thing to me. Like, when I go to a McDonald's or Burger King and I order a burger, all I want is just the cheese on it. Like, I'm a very picky eater, uh. so I'll just take it just cheese. But if somebody who's working there gives it everything on it, like, still as a burger, it, it's it's usually okay. But if I see the ketchup, the rage boils. Oh, my God. And I get so angry that I, like, I don't even eat the food. Oh, my God. It just, there's it's something about ketchup that I cannot stand. And it's, part of me is, like... <laughs> Maybe I had, like, a traumatic experience with ketchup when I was younger, but it just, I I literally see red. I'm so angry when I see the sight of it. I love ketchup. I can't, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get, it's like candied tomatoes. That's all it is. Why? It's, because I hate tomatoes, but I love ketchup. Oh, man, see, I, I don't, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I, it, it. I am a I am actually like a really big ketchup fan. I will put it on my burger and then I will put it on the side to dip my burger in. Oh wow. Yeah, no. I I no. Mm-mm. I can't do it. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> do 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 you have anything else that makes you angry? Um, yes. I'm just trying to think of a one that's actually like entertaining and not just me ranting about random stuff. Oh. Uh I'm trying to think. But that's always good when you just go on a rant. Like for another one that I thought of was, it, it it's a justified anger mm-hmm. when this happens, but I still see it as like Kyle, you didn't have to take it that far. What is it? And it's it's when people don't say thank you when you hold the door open. I hate that. Like I I understand it happens all the time, and you're supposed to be angry when people don't do that. But like I don't obvi- I never ever ever say anything to the person because i'm just not a confrontational person right but the whole car ride home and it usually always happens at the post office when i get the mail mm. like the whole car ride home I'm like how dare this person not say thank you <laughs> like i take the time out of my day to hold the door for you as you come in or out with packages or whatever and you can't even spare two words it'll take five seconds to say thank you and go about your day that's all i that's all i care about but you, you you made a conscious decision not to say right. thank you. Like, why? No, I get that. Yeah, another thing, like, going off of that, um, I go to a ton of sushi restaurants. And, mm-hmm. what, like, I went to one, and there were these two moms that were having a trouble, like, a hard time understanding the waitress because she was Japanese. Mm-hmm. And there was a communication error, and they got so mad at her. They were screaming at her. They were like, I'm not giving you a tip. And, like, they were just yelling. And I, because my mom, she was a waitress for a long part of her life. Like, she worked her way through college Mm -hmm. because she was a waitress. So people that are, like, intentionally rude to waitresses make my blood boil. I want to go up and just punch them. Obviously, Mm -hmm. I don't. But I'm like, it's, I don't understand and, like, people that don't tip because mm-hmm. it's, like, it's their job. I don't get that. <laughs> now, here, here's a question for you yeah. on the thing of tipping because this is something that's come up in, in my group of friends. Mm-hmm. When you order takeout mm-hmm. and you go to the place to pick it up, yeah. do you tip the person 
that gives you the food? I do, but I don't do. tip. Okay. I don't tip on like as much as I would if I was sitting down. Because I, okay. I tip twenty percent. Um, mm-hmm. but when they like, I normally tip like probably it's around like thirteen percent. I'd say. Uh huh. Um. Okay. I I I always tip. Like I even tip like like fast food restaurants at like Starbucks I always tip it's really wow, okay I don't know why because it's like in my mind because I used to work in food service and because mm-hmm. uh, I was at I worked at Panera but I was the one assembling the food so we didn't get tips um, oh, so gotcha. I've le- learned to appreciate tips a lot and I know a lot of waitress people kind of depend on tips mm-hmm. so I don't know I'm, oh, I'm very a... I'm very particular about tipping yeah, well, that that's very nice of you. Yeah. It's, I, I usually don't when I do that. Like the first thing that comes to my mind is when I go to get like Domino's pizza. I love Domino's because they they don't deliver to where I live for some weird reasons. So but like, I go to you know pick it up and that always on the little touchpad screen it says Do you want a tip today. Right. I was like, well. No, because I'm coming to get it. No, I completely get that. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just a weird thing. But going off what you were saying where people, like, don't tip waitresses or servers, and that makes you angry. The same thing when I see it happen in retail uh, settings. Because I worked at GameStop for a couple of years, and I know how shitty people are to the GameStop employees. So when I see it, it just... Not even just see it to, like, the employees, but if I'm in a clothing store... And someone takes a shirt out and looks at it and then just throws it. Yes. Like why? I work. Is in that how you right found now. it? Um, oh. I work at Target. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's where I see it the most. Yep. Target customers are the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I work. I can feel the anger in your voice. <laughs> yes, because I work in. It's called Hardlines, so I stock everything that has tile floor, which is everything but clothes. So I'm lucky I'm not enclosed. But you find the randomest stuff in the wrong spots, and it makes me so mad because part of my job is to correct that. And honestly, mm-hmm. sometimes I don't have time to fix everything. And yeah. sometimes the worst are the moms. Oh, yeah. And God bless them. They're doing a great job and whatever. But I <laughs> once was uh, in checkout because they, like, call us up when they need it. And there was a mom that was trying to, like, cheat the system with coupons. Um, oh. And, a pa- like, there was one, it was, like, buy this much baby products and you get a free, like, $25 gift card or something like that. And mm-hmm. apparently, like, it was very specific, so it excluded some stuff because that's how Target works. But the mom didn't know that. And so mm. she started screaming at me in the middle of the store. Oh. Saying that, like, I was doing something wrong after every single item she was like scan the coupon again scan the coupon again she called me like the r word which i don't want to say on here um oh no and i'm like cool uh and it was it was great and then they were like i got can i speak to the manager which is awesome Um, yeah that's awful and then like another person that was younger like he was like around my age um Mm -hmm. And he wasn't the manager, but he was the person that was assigned to come over and, like, help when I needed it. 
And then yeah. he's like, what's the problem? And then she started yelling at him, too. And then the actual, like, manager came over. And then she immediately switched, like, personalities. She was oh. like, oh, something must have been wrong. And then after, I still had to check them out because they split it into two orders. Mm-hmm. So they would get that 25 on the other order. Yeah. And then, like, the other person that was with her like you're so glad i'm feeling nice right now or else i would have reported your ass and you would have gotten fired jeez and like another person was like, i don't understand where people like, go any effing get slower and i was Ugh. like i don't get what was happening i was on the verge of just breaking down into tears because it was like i was already having a stressful day and then they were like i'm we're writing a review on you and hopefully you'll get fired and it was just the worst. And then after, yeah. they're like, it, it was so bad. So they left. Oh. And then the next person in line just looks at me and just goes, honey, are you okay? And I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I had no idea. Oh. It was the That's worst. Awful. Like, that was definitely my worst experience. Normally people are like, where is this? And I'm like, we don't have it. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yes. And they're like, That's mm-hmm. stupid. And then walk away. But. Oh yeah, no. That my my worst story at GameStop I actually told on my episode with Fiona, uh, mm-hmm. which just went live today. If you're uh, if you're listening, um, but basically a guy wanted to to return a game, and it's just like a used car. You take it, you open it up. It's no longer you can't return it right. for full refund. So the, I was like, well, you could trade it in, blah blah blah, going through what I was trained to do. Mm-hmm. And the guy got so angry Ugh. at me, he took the disc and he snapped it in my no. face. And the shards of the game disc went everywhere. Luckily, nobody got hurt, but I was just standing there in shock like, Oh my god. Did, did this really happen? And later that night, like when we were closing, while I was vacuuming the floors, I found them like, all over the store. It, it, it's a miracle that nobody got cut by the, the sharp plastic. But, like, you really got that. That is a moment where you get irrationally angry at something that, like, you, you shouldn't have. Like, you, right. you know the policies of GameStop. Like, it's not a, not a surprise. It's, retail is just the worst. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, anything else that you uh, get irrationally angry at? I mean, like, there's stuff that's more, like, I just really hate a lot of people. And, like, I guess, like, call-out culture, which is a very big thing right now, it, Mm -hmm. I just don't understand it, and it makes me so pissed off, Mm -hmm. where it's, like, the whole, like, oh, person is canceled, oh my god, I'm gonna expose them, it makes me so mad. Yeah. And, like, obviously with some people, like, the things they do aren't acceptable, but, like, in some cases, people say something stupid in 2011... Yeah. When everyone was saying stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they apologize for it, but then some idiot drags it up. And they're like, <laughs> canceled, I'm going to ruin your career. Yeah. That's yeah. just like a that's, little thing where I just, I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why would you go out of your way to ruin someone's life? <laughs> yeah. But that's yeah, more like, of like a political thing, I guess. Not like political, mm-hmm. but like, Yeah. Yeah, no, that that's a good one though, because that is that that is annoying and stupid. Just let people live their lives, basically, yeah. unless it's deserved. Yeah, like, unless like they, yeah. Obviously, some people have done stuff, and when mm-hmm. it gets brought up, they've never been like held accountable for it. That's different. 
because people are like, like, okay, you know Momokun, the cosplayer. They got. I've I've heard of her. Yeah. She got like a let like I think it like she's was terrible to a ton of people, mm-hmm. and so she got like canceled. But that was definitely well deserving because she ruined a lot of people's lives, um, and stuff like that. Because people that are eventually held accountable for their actions i have no problem with (laughs) because it's like this person did something bad thus they have to do the repercussions like it's something actually terrible not like they said someone was stupid in like seven years ago thus they're Mm -hmm. the worst (laughs) yeah uh i i can't think of anything else right now that makes me irrationally angry do you have another one not really I think everything else that I get angry at, it, it, it's justified. Yeah, like, it's like people who, who, anger. who pe- people who don't like single signal when they turn oh, when they're yeah. driving. Uh, I accidentally... ba- basically everything that people do when they drive and they know they should do and they don't. That just yeah, I'm. This isn't angry, but I'm just terrified of semi trucks. Um, oh yeah, I like. I will drive next to one and I will just get so much anxiety because one time mm-hmm. a semi truck started going into my lane and I was in the middle Mm. of the semi-truck and he was about to switch lanes onto me and luckily I had a fast little car so I like zipped in front but I was like I'm going to die (laughs) yeah yeah anyone in traffic are just idiots I bet New York Mm -hmm. traffic's awful yeah uh out east on Long Island where I am it's not it's not great in the summertime because you get all the city folk out here right who you know, they think they're better than everybody of and course. can, you know, drive. Uh, especially when it comes to, like, where I'm at, there's, I don't know, 14 different wineries oh, nearby. Geez. And so you get, like, all the rich people who come by to right. try every winery and they, you know, rent out limos and the limos oh. are going all over. It's it's a lot. It's way too much. I'm happy the summer's over. Right. So they can go back and... Do whatever. Yeah, the only um, bad traffic we have in Michigan is like near the college towns. Because mm-hmm. I live pretty close to where the University of Michigan, like the main campus is. Yeah. So going there during school is kind of impossible. But that's pretty much it. No one actually cares. Detroit traffic uh. is surprisingly okay, which is weird. Yeah, that is that is a little weird. Um. All right. Uh, yeah. Hannah, we're we're that's it for the the set topics of the show. Right. Uh, we have one question for you. Um, <laughs> from from Jake. Jacob from Jake. Uh, I'm going to change the wording on it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, he he questioned. Uh, I've never played Overwatch, so I don't know what characters to choose. But you should definitely play Mary Kiss Kill. Okay. With three of them, and he said you can't pick Diva because obviously because I like cosplay. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have characters in mind? Uh, I, I think I have two, but I'll let you go first. Okay. Um, so, I was actually doing this with, uh, Bruce the other day, which is funny. Um, I did, I think it was Sombra, May, and Widowmaker. Mmm. Okay. Um. But which one is which? So, I did, uh... Based on my personal preference, mm-hmm. Mary May, because she's a sweetheart and she'd be the best wife ever. Um, kiss Sombra, 
because she's awesome. And then kill Widow, I just have to. I don't have any emotional attachment to Widow. As much as I'd love to kiss her, I would rather kiss Sombra. <laughs> what about you? Okay, those are good choices. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with you with the May. I think I would marry May. Yeah, she's the wife. She, she seems like wifey material, 100%. Uh, I would kiss Mercy. I love her. Mercy is fantastic. She would... Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to switch those. I'm okay. going to marry Mercy. Yeah. And I will, I will kiss May. May is not... And, she shouldn't be allowed to be as thick as she is. Just saying. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to... Oh, man. Who am I going to kill? I'm going to kill Bastion. Oh. I love I my just, robot son. He He's annoying. Whenever I, so whenever I used to play, play. I will admit. Yeah. So those would be those would be my answers to that, that one. That makes sense. Yeah, I completely yeah. like as much as I love Bastion, and how funny is to play. It's so annoying to play against him, especially because you main Junkrat, right? Because he's a pretty low yeah. Health. That's one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very easy to pick off the squishies. Yeah. Um, all right, Hannah. Yeah. That's the that's the end of the episode. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for uh, this having is great. Me. Yeah, anytime. Uh, now this is part of the show where you get to plug anything and everything. Oh gosh. Um, well, my Twitter is handplaysow, and um, I stream on Twitch. I'm taking a break this week, but I will be back next week. Um, I stream Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. I just switched it um, at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Um, so hit me up on there. I am an affiliate, so you can subscribe to me. Please and thank you. Um, mm-hmm. And then my podcast with Bruce, Beyond Realm Pod, or it's in my bio. So um, you can check us out on there. The new episode will be within the month. Um, and then I write for Games, Gaze, and Galore, uh, which is Ooh. my website, which you will see a post within the next week or so about the overwatch alts and i have a patreon and it has some fun stuff on there you can get pictures of my cats (laughs) via polaroid because my cats are my babies if you follow me at all you i post a lot of pictures of my cats and i that's about it that's not, that's awesome. And yeah. make sure if you're in the Michigan area, uh, follow Hannah for potential future meetups. Yes. Uh, you can find me at my personal Twitter at WhodatNinja73. Uh, you know, just follow me and, you know, I'll follow you back because I just love Twitter so much. <laughs> um, you can follow uh, my PlayStation. If you like PlayStation, man, I'm so rusty at this. If you like PlayStation, <laughs> I do a uh, PlayStation podcast every week with another best friend and my good buddy, uh, Mr. Bad Bit. Uh, the show's called The Trophy Room. You can find it on YouTube at Bad Bit Games and The Trophy Room everywhere uh, podcasts, podcasts are listened to. Um, you can find that show at PS Trophy Room on Twitter. And then you can follow this show at BFS Talk Funny on Twitter and everywhere podcasts are listened to. Go ahead, do the podcast thing, rate it <laughs> five stars, subscribe, let me know what you like, what you didn't like. If you want to be on the show like Hannah did, reach out to me and we'll set it up. Uh, I would love to meet you and uh, just sit down and have a chat. Um, once again, Hannah, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having uh, me. Anytime. And. Remember, be kinda to one another. Bye!